composition held at Hope Street Theatre with Hip Tray Theatre, Papa Tango and obviously Hope Street Theatre. Now this production is specifically Leslie at the, it's not Leslie at the park is it? It's no. at the weekend. Leslie at the weekend, perfect. So we're here with, would we all like to introduce ourselves? Yeah, yeah let's why do not. That. So, <laughs> we'll start with. So, I'm, I'm the writer, um, Sharon Coltman. That's it. Would you want a special fun fact? A special fun fact? Yes, I do this in my rehearsals. Come on, it's a, it's a nice treat. <laughs> you have to be prepared. Oh my god. So, um, yeah, I was, um, I was public phobic when I was a child. I was as well, you know, genuinely. <laughs> like, it was genuine. I hate seven public toilets, were terrifying. So, seven, we've got doing this one quickly. So, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm the director, Dylan Russell. Um, fun fa- Current fun facts about me. I've got a little ra- robot plaster on a scar. Um, I don't know. I woke up with a random cut, so I think my house is haunted. Nice. That's quite the fun fact. It's quite fun, isn't it? Also haunted facts. It's, it's all coming it's together. It's a bit of everything. And now, last but not least. Um, I'm Kirsten Hawkins. I am an actor in Let's Be at the Weekends, and I'm playing Cheryl. And fun fact is... Um, I've got something called synesthesia, which means I associate colours with letters and numbers. That's amazing. That's, I don't know if it's amazing, but it's amazing to me. That's so <laughs> cool. I've actually written a play about a painter with synesthesia. Oh, oh my God. I haven't found a good use for it yet. So. <laughs> Just, when you read the script, did you then see the script with like colours and stuff? I can say I haven't found an actual good use for it yet. Um, so like, yeah, They'll come I, I visualise words with colours, but yeah. That's what so you could do is you could do a painting of words and be like, what colours do you associate with this? And yeah. no one knows. And then you flip the canvas and it's all those colours that you've said. And it's like, holy shit. Well, it's off the west. I made 26 different colours. Right. Yeah. I, I, I think there are at least 26 colours in the world, so I think you're okay. You just have to get really specific <laughs> with like, this is blue and this is cerulean. <laughs> yeah, that's the perfect Now... A nice segue of speaking of cerulean. <laughs> Tell us about the plot of the play. <laughs> that definitely makes sense and is fully correct. Right, yes. okay. So um, so I, I wrote Leslie at the weekend. Um, it's mainly about a book club. And it's because I was in a book club when I used to live in Hampshire. Yeah. And we didn't really do much about the books. We tended to solve each other's problems. Um, <laughs> and the books were like a secondary thing. Um, so I like the idea of each each person, each character being very different and having a, their own story and their own problem. So they're all they, they're all, they've all got a crisis point, um, and in plays you like that you like everybody to have a, a crisis point. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, um, you know, I I grew up in a, a family that was very masculine, and being one girl in a very male family um, made me think in a very masculine way. And although I'm not gender fluid, it sort of made me think, well, what would happen if this, if this man turned up to the book club that was mainly a women's domain, um, but this man was, was very different, and, and they slowly start to understand um, who he is and, and what, what he is, you know, yeah. so, yeah. That sounds so interesting because, like, I was in a similar thing when I was younger. I had very masculine influences, and I also I've got two trans siblings, mm-hmm. so like we all had like that. We same environment, but very different experiences yeah. of that same environment. And I was very much I was bullheaded, and I was like, I I'm not a lady. I can lift all the chairs. Yeah, like yeah, that was yeah. my I, experience. I was always like that. But I was like confident yeah. that I was a woman, 
but then I wasn't too confident about like how women were treated. But then my siblings had a very different yeah. experience, even though we were all doing fairly similar things. And and, Les- and I've written Leslie as having four sisters, so I wanted to, so he is you know he's got that that from me that yeah. he's got that he he was brought up in a very feminine uh, family, but he. So when he doesn't really realise that he's gender fluid, he just thinks it's because he was brought up with lots of women. Uh. So, so it's, it takes him a long time to realise who he is. And um, the whole play really is about identity and belonging and finding the people that, that accept you for who you are. That's so, so lovely. Yeah. What did you guys think when you first like, read the script? Um, well, when Sharon was like, hey, Dylan, there's a show I want you to direct for a competition. I was like, okay, great, send us the, um, the script and I'll be able to have a little look through. And when it was the like themes of gender fluidity, I was like, oh, hitting close to home there, nice. Um, and then like when it was like talking about like the issues of like grief and loss and like there's a character that goes through a divorce and it's like a messy, horrendous hideous type one and not to go into it because I don't think they'd appreciate it for this but like there was a time in my life where that looked like that was my future not like as a third person perspective and it was horrible it was like at that moment I said that was like derailed my life um from my like academic hyperfixations uh, hyper to like my creative ones because it was at that point that I went I'm going to go to college um, a week before they start him and do a whole B level in uh, acting and then oh that turned into God. a degree and within that degree I've worked with Make It Right a couple of times, I've worked with other companies I've acted in things, I've done like roles I never thought I'd do and then I stage managed and have tech shows that I never thought I was like, oh yeah, I'll be doing that. So I was like, when it got to like the divorce aspect, the gender fluid identity crisis aspect, I was like, holy shit, um, feel attacked, but okay. And then she wrote a line about, um, oh, we all had an embarrassing goth phase and I was felt very attacked then. <laughs> so like, yeah. So you've well, that, was me. Yeah. that was me, I had an embarrassing goth Well, we'll trade off. Here's the thing, though. You are literally, oh, I've got um, my embarrassing goth pics are hidden by blurry images. Yours are on social media. And I'm like, yeah, don't look at them. Don't yeah. I've gotten rid of all of them. Yeah, I got rid of all of them. There's like two in existence yeah. or one. I, just, I, I like that idea that, that, you know, at least we sort of, we, we, are, we can put our horrible photographs in a box and hide them. Mm. And, and the teenagers have got them all there. <laughs> I yeah. am very glad I was not heavy on posting as a youth. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be embarrassed and things. Yeah. There's already enough anyway, just because of who I am as a person. If that was immortalised on like Instagram, oh my days, I wouldn't be happy. But, but we had Kirsten almost in tears the other day because I got her to read out what she sent to me because she posted something oh, yeah. about Cheryl to me. And she was like, when she was reading it, she was like, ooh. <laughs> mm. It was one. Of, oh, I did a sneak preview of the script because um, I've done some like um, well, I've just read the Sharon before for the writers drop for the writers yeah. writers drop in and read bits like so I've read as Cheryl yeah so when the opportunity came up to audition for Cheryl it's like right I'm <laughs> on it um, 
and I saw the script uh, that we had to read for the auditions and um, the synopsis of the character and it was just, um, it. I have not been through the same experience as this character but there were things in my life I could bring to it that I was like, yeah, I, I can feel, you know, I've, I've felt, I've had to restart at certain points in my life, I've felt the weight of carrying secrets for other people and it's just, yeah, I, I felt really emotionally attached straight away. So yeah. I think it does that though. I think every character has got something in common with the audience. That's what I feel about it. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I really wanted to make all the characters relevant to different people in the audience. So different people will, will go, oh, that's that's me. You know, Maggie's me and Nikki's me. And yeah, that's so. a, that is the sign of a good writer to be able to have material that's just so personal that anyone not like anyone can relate but it's just it's so modern and like believable that it's like well i can i can relate to that experience mm -hmm. even if it's not directly the same the emotions are so real and so valid there so how are you feeling about the composition aspect of the whole because for you to listen this is part of tiptray's writing competition so there's is it eight shows eight shows yes. and yeah. you're all competing for yeah. that five I keep going to say five week run. It's not a five week run. No, it's five but day it, run. Five <laughs> day run in the street theatre. And, and it's lovely some, cash and some version from, from Papa Tango, which is probably yeah. worth more. It's insane. Um, it's such a good opportunity. And you've yeah. been blessed with your writing. Well, I mean, I, 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 put the, I put it in, but I've put it in for this same play in, in so many competitions. Um, because when you get a good play, you just try and get it the scene, scene and that's, that's, the, that's the thing to do. And, and really, me entering it into here was just to get it seen. Mm. And, um, you know, I don't know whether we'll get through to the final. It's, it, you know, you, it was a case that <laughs> the tickets went on sale and they were sold immediately. And all my <laughs> friends were going, oh, that's sold out. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to win, am I? Because none of my friends have got tickets. So <laughs> it was a bit sort of, you know, it's, it's, it would be nice if, if, they, if, they have to, if you have to vote for two plays each person because mm. then you you know you'll both be mates but then you have to vote for somebody else i think that would be quite a good idea but i don't know whether they're going to do that if you write writing i know if my mates were in an audience of play i wrote if they thought the other one's better they would happily vote for it <laughs> uh, that's that's just the way it is yeah you just gotta have hopes because if the writing's well, good enough it's being chosen for a reason there's yeah. still absolutely but, but I, I mean i in a, in a way i don't mind if it, if it doesn't get through because mm. it's just a case of, of getting it up there and getting it seen. you've got it on a tweet as well this yeah. is like the first time you've properly managed to get it on your tweet i think i think the subject matter is just so important mm. and you know we, we we did struggle with it because you know we we wanted leslie to be gender fluid and you know a 50 year old gender fluid actor is very hard to find mm. but we've got somebody who's got you know there's connotations there that will that makes him relate to the character so we've sort of thought about it a lot and um, and of course Dylan's gender fluid director so yeah. we have really tried and we've all, we also went to um, excuse me um, Jay um, Farley um, from First Take yeah and um, and Jay's uh, is non-binary and, and and dramaturged the script just to make sure I've got it right and was really really you know, keen to get it get mm. to get it right because I'm an old codger and <laughs> you know haven't been brought up with with you know this it, this is part of my school schooling really. Um, and although I did lots of diversity training when I was teaching, you know 
everything changes. You have to keep keep doing it all the time because things change so rapidly. Mm. And um, but I did. I, you know, I really wanted it to be. I really wanted it to be on the nose. I didn't want it. Want people to sit in the audience and go, oh, well, it's this woman's written this. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know. So that's why I I sort of you know have done what I've done you to make sure it's did, right. Yeah. 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 And, and also I did. You know, I listened to a lot of. Um, uh, verbatim things on online um, from men that um, discovered that they were gender fluid but hid it from mm. their wife. Um, so you've put in, you've put in clearly mm. lots of love and care and effort. Yeah. Excited to see it. When is it on in Oak Street? Uh, it's the nineteenth of January. So oh. and if if we get through, then it's the finals on the twenty fifth. Got to think positive. Got to manifest. Yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> sure. You know, everybody else is 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 feeling the same way that oh well, I won't. I you know, and and self doubt's a terrible thing for writers. So. <laughs> it is the way. But yeah. Thank you all so much for coming and speaking to me. Thank you. It's been absolutely you. brilliant. Thank you for listening and watching. It's been Amy from Open Nights. Ladies and gents, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Opening Nights. Our next production is coming very soon, so be sure to get subscribed wherever you're listening and visit our website, www.openingnights.co.uk, to stay updated. Bye for now.